0: we Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, with the long-haired one, Jordan. How's it going, Jordan? Oh, just blowing in the wind at it again. How you doing, man? Oh, You know I'm doing good. You know I'm doing so yeah. good. I'm doing great. Okay.
1: I'm doing good. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I got a question, question. For you. This is actually something you and I never talked about. When you're holding the door for somebody, I'm assuming you still hold the door for people. Of course. That, my mama didn't raise you know, no hooligan. There you go. The Pittsburgh hasn't taken that southern charm out of you. Pittsburgh yes. hasn't taken nothing <laughs> from me. <laughs> So when you hold the door for somebody, how long do you give it? Let's say they're moving slow, they're, you know what I mean, not paying attention. How long do you give it before you say, you know what, fuck it, and you just, and you just walk away from it? Like, is there, like, a second count you give? No, I do, do that thing kind of where I hold, it,
0: I hold it long enough to where they notice that someone's holding it, and then they feel guilty and hurry up. Okay. Okay.
1: So you just, yeah, you, you don't give it like a certain time limit. You're just like assessing the situation, you're like observing and shit.
0: Like yeah, that. absolutely. But the, the, th- the point is, was so like, I'm holding this door for you. You will take it unless they say, Oh no, like you're fine. That's when I walk away. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I think I kind of do the same thing, but, but there, there have been sometimes where I'm holding the door for somebody and they just know I'm holding the door and they're like, Oh, he's got it. And then they just like continue at their, slow pace and it's always in those situations in hell
0: for those people
1: yeah yeah and And it's it's in a revolving door that they can't get out of (laughs) right right and it's always in those situations where i'm just like you know what fuck you and i just i just kind of i just kind of leave i did it one time and this lady i heard her scoff at me when i did that and i was just like but lady like you saw that i was so i didn't have a dialogue with her or nothing but it's like I, you know, I walked away feeling, feeling right as rain. You know what I mean? I didn't walk away feeling like an asshole or nothing. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, Hey man, I'm glad we had this talk because that's something I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted Um, <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk.
0: Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, we, glad had we had this talk. discussion.
1: I'm, I'm glad we had this talk. You know, I'm also, I'm also glad that today, uh, the, the clocks have sprung forward. Uh, why are um, you glad by that? Here's the thing this this is why this is actually like a, uh, like an evolution like an epiphany that, that I had not too long ago and it's funny i, I texted a friend today and, and i also i also texted him last week he's actually a mutual friend of ours who's going to be on this show so i don't want to spoil the introduction of that but okay. i remember we were at a halloween party one time at a bar and every every daylight savings time i think of this i think of uh, we were we were at a bar and uh, he was dressed up as like a cowboy or something like that, like a Lone Ranger kind of thing. I see. Yeah. And we were talking we were talking about like daylight savings time and like clock fa- falling backwards. And the whole thing was everyone loves, and yeah, I did too, it's like everyone loves it when the clocks fall back because you get an extra hour sleep and then all these other kinds of things. And he goes on this this lengthy diatribe about, well, that sounds disparaging, but you know what I mean? He started explaining, he, he, was, he was like, he's like, nah, he's like, my face. and he's he's in his cowboy getup, up and he's kicked back, he's got his boots on the on the fucking on the fucking table. He's like, My favorite day of the year is like you know, spring those clocks forward and stuff. And this whole thing is like it gets darker later. Do you know what I mean? And 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 yeah, you get one extra hour of sleep for one day when the clocks fall back. But uh but yeah, but no, so you, you FaceTime me today. It was it would have been ten o'clock, but it was actually eleven o'clock night. That's why I didn't feel bad FaceTiming you. Uh, just- oh, okay, okay. I I just woken up and it's one of those things where it's like fuck it man I woke up at eleven o'clock like the day's already done, uh, but I know I'm I'm looking forward to when it's uh, when it doesn't get you know dark so 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 quick and stuff. And then Kim and I were talking about just the whole construct in general, and it's like, why do we still even do that? You know, I mean I know like for farmers and stuff, but I mean shit, why do we even fall back to begin with? Uh, for farmers and shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. You've been doing alright. You've been doing good. Yeah, I've been doing good. I got a tattoo today. You did get a tattoo today.
0: Why don't you tell everybody what it is and why, and explain why it's not of my face? Uh, one, I'm never gonna get a tattoo of anyone's face on my body. Not even me. No. Like, I don't, this is going to sound incredibly rude, especially not you.
1: (laughs) Why the fuck not? My face is all right. You can really get a tattoo of my face and you can tell someone who's like, you know, it's Jesus or like it's Charles Manson or something. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just kind of not to loop those two in the same category. <laughs> but you know what I mean.
0: I think you just, just proved bearded, my point. I think you just proved my point. I'm just a
1: bearded white guy. It's it's like you know, I'm just a bearded white guy with long hair. I could be fucking anybody. I could be a Doobie brother. You, you know what I mean? Like I could be like I could I could be anything. You know, I could be fucking Kurt Russell from the theme. I mean, you get getting a tattoo of my face is like <laughs> is is the equivalent of like.
0: Getting like a son, you know what i mean it's just, it, it it's, just it's for it's, so many things no I, the reason I say especially now of your face is because we're already getting ma- matching tattoos, and I'd rather have the memory of like this is my friend mm-hmm. as opposed to like some advertisement of this is my friend like, so, <laughs> so, so you, you, you just you just want to enunciate it differently like
1: oh this is this is my friend versus this is my friend you know? yeah
0: exactly okay. right uh, okay, okay. Uh, not, not even if I paid for
1: it you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't get my face on you. no. All right. Well, fine. Why don't you tell everybody what your tattoo was now? It's an owl. Yeah.
0: On a branch. Who did it? I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to to Gypsy Tattoo here in in Pittsburgh. Yes. Lee at Gypsy Tattoo. Mm -hmm. Doing things. Holding it down. Listen. Went in there. Knocked it out. Mm -hmm. Knocked it out. Mm and We had a grand old time doing it. You just sat down. How many? What? would what, you slam? You slammed some monster. You slammed
1: some. Oh no! You slammed some bang. What'd you do? Not at all. No, you just. You, I oh, ate Chipotle,
0: you just, took a shower, yeah. went to the tattoo <laughs> there shop. You there, there, there you go. There, you go. Because you know, I had to have the carbs so my body was ready. Yeah, yeah. You had to be yeah, well man, fed, gotta, well hydrated.
1: Yeah, you got to make you got to you got to make sure you're uh, you're you're you know at, at one hundred. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're you're. Yeah, man, I love, I I just fucking love going into tattoo shops, man. Like, I love, I, I love the smell of them, you know, and, like, just, just the vibe, just the whole, like, I, I just fucking, I just fucking love it. And it, and it's like, what, what, what other chances? I mean, there, there, there are others, sure. But, like, it's very rare that you get to walk into a place and you're just watching artists, like,
0: do their shit and, like, you're just around it, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I don't know about you, but getting tattooed is, like, one of the most zen things Because I'm like for this for this period of time, I can't do anything else. And it's it's like I'm deeply in tune with the way my body is feeling. And then I'm also actively pushing that pain away or or like distributing it throughout my body. So that way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I always know it's time for a tattoo when
1: I have a bunch of unresolved shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> I got some shit I gotta work out. Let me go meditate on it. You know, I need to get a tattoo now because that, that'll that force me to sit in one place for long. Cause dude, I don't have the patience for fucking yoga or meditation. I get fucking bored you know? And you're and like, like, what is sitting, there to
0: show besides yeah, be I can sit, touch my toes? In. Yeah.
1: And I'll fart all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking do that. <laughs> who like who who fucking wants no no offense if you like do yoga and meditate, but It's just it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? I just I'm like, okay, why are we here? What are we doing? You know, this music sucks. Um, but um Yeah, man getting a tattoo it's like yeah that's like that's sand that's you know i'm just you said you hit it hit it right on the head man you hit the hit the hit the hit the hit the needle
0: on the on the on the gun you know what i mean (laughs) you know the the (laughs) (laughs) um and the and the 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 biggest thing that i always take away from it is that and you know you're gonna you're gonna make fun of me so i'm just gonna let it happen probably uh It's like how temporary pain actually is. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What's I heard your, that snicker? What's your I heard that it goddamn just,
1: snicker? Dude, you you just you just sound like a motivational poster that like a Pizza Hut manager has in their office. <laughs> is your next thing gonna be like? <laughs>
0: Tattoos pain is magic.
1: weakness. Pain Leave is weakness. The leaving the body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like shut the fuck up, man. I stubbed my toe. I'm not weak. <laughs> I mean, like that shit's always gonna hurt. You know, you ever stub your toe so fucking hard, TJ, and you're like, "I don't have a toe anymore." (laughs) Yeah, that toe is gone. That motherfucker's off. (laughs) I always picture,
0: you know, I've I've uh, um I've seen the a photo of all the other. Like, these four statues making, like, that ooh face, right? Mm -hmm. And above it, it says, when you slam your pinky toe into a door, your other toes be like, ooh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's always the pinky one, too. And, like, that pinky toe is so, it's tiny, you know? Helps you balance, though. Is the pinky toe the smallest thing on the human body? It's got to be, right? Depends who you are. (laughs) it's got to be the smallest thing on a human body like like it's got like every time and it's always the peaky toe and also like 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 physically from like i don't know if i don't know geometry people are going to be like you know you phrased this wrong but like from an angular standpoint your big toe should be the thing that you fucking because it's just up all the time but that pinky toe is fucking hiding all, all, all pussy back. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's because it's on the outside
0: by. of your feet. You know, we never like go like inside of our foot forward to it. Like, you know, I don't mm. know, God only knows why he made the pinky toe so vulnerable. That Dude,
1: the pinky toe is is like that dude at like the seminar who or in the movie theater or whatever the fuck in the assembly who's like just talking shit in the back row. And then like the presenter, in this case, the fucking Ottoman. Is like man, shut the fuck up and like, <laughs> like throw something at it, and then everyone else is like, oh man, I better fucking not do shit. That's exactly what the pinky toe is on the foot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thinking it's fucking invincible because it's sitting in the back row, but it's like, no, nah, dude, you're gonna get that shit
0: like all the time. No, you know, you know why the pinky toe is there? Why? To remind us that. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. <laughs> oh Jesus! Shut the fuck up with that,
1: man. But seriously, man, like you have, you have like Achilles. You know what I mean? Like a, the 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 character Achilles. You know the Achilles tendon and stuff, Achilles heel and all that shit.
0: You want pink? Yeah, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You sift through that shit. I'm sure there's like a like a like a like a like a like a pink. What, what, what would it be in Greek? Like I don't a know, but pink pinkoto or some shit like that. No, that I'm sorry. <laughs> There's gotta be some pink, yeah, Pinkertist. There you go, Pinker, Pinkertoss. You know, Pinkertoss and shit like that. Oh, what happened, Pinkertoss? Oh shit, man, I stubbed my toe on a fucking spear. And all the people who
0: found that (laughs) sword, just like, we're not telling people this one, right? (laughs) Like we're not, we're keeping this one under wraps, right? This is, st- no, Burn here's the thing. Scroll.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. Pink, uh, Pinker Toss happened right before Achilles. It was like the same battle and shit. And Pinker Toss is running, he stubs his toe. He's like, oh shit, Pinker Toss is like this great fucking warrior. You know what I mean? Like bigger than Achilles, fucking built like a brick shit house. And he stubs his fucking toe and he's out of it. And then Achilles comes just because Achilles is like, you know, his his death is probably a lot more glamorous because no one wants to die just having stubbed your toe. <laughs> no no one wants their last words to be like, well, I didn't know that was fucking there. You know what I mean? And shit like that. So I guarantee you that's why we don't hear about pink or tossing Because, man, I got to tell you, I understand what the Achilles tendon is. I've never, like, torn it. I've never had it rip. I've never whatever. But, man, I've banged the shit out of my my my, my pinky toe. Also, my shin. Shinulus is probably another. <laughs> you, you're so stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. And my fucking funny bone. Bro, I was in a McDonald's one time, and you know, the, you remember the, the metal, the metal hamburgers you can walk up into and in like the play place with like ladders and shit i slipped on on one of the ladders and i fell i hit my funny bone on every rung on the way down <laughs> and it was just like and like i get back and my arms fucking like doing this shit and i'm like oh my god i'm fucked up you know and i ran out and then like i used to claim for like years like like everyone is be like showing their scars and shit, like jaws. You know what I mean? Like they're putting their fucking legs up on the cafeteria table, talking about like, oh yeah, this is when that fucking Rottweiler bit me, and they're putting their arms on the their hands on the, on the thing, and they're showing their pinkies how they're all fuck fucked up and shit. Like, oh yeah, this is where I accidentally cut myself trying to fuck with my mom's knife collection and shit, and I fucking put my funny bone on the table, and be like McDonald's. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> metal cheeseburger. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't see anything, but like it's there. It got me a few pecks on the cheek and shit from like some some interested parties and stuff like that. But it made me cool for a while. And then I got to middle school when I was like, Man, I gotta figure out a new angle. I can't be walking around being like, Oh yeah, my funny bones all fucked up. Date me, you
0: know. You know, well, <laughs> I'm glad that you evolved past that. You know, yeah, I, I like to think I did. I mean, I mean you I don't still know, you man. still corny as all get out. Okay, I,
1: I mean, think you, part of that part of that is just like being when you become a dad, you
0: just immediately. Nah, you was Orville Redenbacher before it just this. All right. This. <laughs> All right, says says the one who just called somebody corny. Now, yeah, I know I'm corny as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. I've never called anyone a
1: popcorn character. I mean, like, he's <laughs> over there being
0: all Mister Peanut and shit. <laughs> Look at him; he's like a Boy Scout fundraiser. <laughs> all right, Captain Crunch, with your funny hat, you shut like- up, Boo Berry. <laughs>
1: listen here smack frog (laughs) (laughs) oh those are fucking good man you remember smacks
0: yeah, I remember that. Remember Smacks as a kid. Here's the thing, Smacks. I couldn't <laughs> understand. I couldn't. I couldn't decide what flavor they were trying to be. They're just like we just trying to be sweet, but a little off. Like, yeah, just like, dude. They tasted like yeah. your sugar was about to turn bad.
1: You know? Yeah. No, dude. It was fucked up, and it's like you couldn't tell. Like, here's the thing about Smacks. It's like even if they were stale, you couldn't fucking tell. No, you know. Here, I, Do you know what I smacks
0: mean? Smacks t- tasted so weird to me. I would still add like, like a half a spoon of sugar to the milk just to be like, I need this to taste good. You were one of those
1: bougie. You'd you'd fucking add shit. You'd add like your strawberries and your bananas and shit like that. I'm sorry. I'm looking for a balanced breakfast. I'm sorry. You're over there playing Gordon Ramsay with your fucking. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I want to grow as tall
0: as I possibly can. Okay. I'm talking. Okay. How'd that work for you? Mr. 511. I'm not 511. Okay. Okay. I know. What are you? It doesn't matter. Jolly green. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I just
1: pulled. I just pulled five eleven out of my.
0: I'm six one. Okay, <laughs> it's good, it's good, and, and it's because on a Tuesday. No, you know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? The, every day for 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 about a year and a half, every day, yeah. my my stepdad used to make us do this thing where we would have a glass of straight barley. We'd get powdered barley, mix it in water, and he'd make us drink it. Really. Mm-hmm. For our vitamins. For what? Oh wow. This shit Damn. was gross. It was just I like bet. just like I'm in the yard eating grass. That's what it tasted <laughs> like. Remember when wheatgrass f- shots were a big thing? I do remember the
1: wheatgrass shots. I never fucked with it, but I, I, I had some people that did. My whole thing is like it's like, man, fuck y'all. I'm already like I'm I'm I tower over everybody in the fucking fifth grade. Like I'm good. Like if anything, I need something that's gonna fucking slow me down. You know? Like I don't wanna be
0: Give me a knife yeah, and you're on Keely's and we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we did not come here today to talk about how we can make Jordan shorter.
1: Yeah, yeah sure so. Didn't come here talking about how you're going to fucking come at me with a knife. Uh, well, like you know, that. I do what I do when I okay, do it. Mr. 5-8. Uh, oh, yeah, listen <laughs> here. Okay. But no, we did not come to talk about that. No, uh, we came to we, talk
0: about the movie Tom and Jerry that was released yeah. this year, 2021. Mm-hmm. Look at us following a new release. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, Tom and Jerry has lived in our lives our entire lives in some way, shape, or form. Jordan, how how did, how did, how did Tom and Jerry fit into your life? How did that happen? Tell the me fr- how. <laughs> so how, did, how, did, how did that happen? The fr- how did how happen? Uh, the- <laughs>
1: I feel like I'm on some like Oprah talk show, (laughs) and and now I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna divulge like the secrets of my fucking royal family. That royal family family, interview, that royal family family interview is all fucked up. (laughs) I'm just thinking, yeah, it's like show me on the show me on the on the fucking Siamese cat where they where they touch you. I I don't know, man. Yeah, it's all.
0: Hey, hey, you want to know something funny? Huh. After that interview, they started posting pictures of the royal family with people of color on Instagram. Oh, trying to yeah. Trying to make it also Man. also can we talk about how you really want to push Megan Merkel's dr- uh, jeans out of your jean pool? You need all of that swimming up. I in know, there. right? Yeah, Listen. I know. With y'all
1: fucked up teeth <laughs> and shit, y'all can eat a corn cob through a chain link fence. I bet mm. and like be and be just fine. I just love that meme of Oprah going like with her hands. Yeah. I'm not Tom anymore. Uh, yeah, so Tom and Jerry for me, um, my uh, so Tom and Jerry I, uh, has a special place in my. Art. That's actually stuff that I never thought I'd say, but 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 uh, it's 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 absolutely true. So Tom and Jerry was a my dad loved Tom Tom and Jerry like loved Tom and Jerry, um, and it was actually uh, part of our uh, kind of like a morning ritual because it was one of the, it was one of those shows that like would come on early in the morning when like we're waking up, we're getting ready for school and shit like that. And I remember my dad and I would always watch it together uh, in the morning and stuff. There's actually pictures of of my dad and I like laying on the on the fucking ground on in the living room and like watching uh, uh Tom and Jerry and stuff. Uh my dad and I I think I think growing up we connected over you know like TV shows it was like Tom and Jerry three stooges. It was just slapstick stuff. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Um and then we also had a bunch of those um I can't remember what fucking jelly it was or jam. But you know it came in those Tom and Jerry jars. And those, I, we had, like, all of them, and those were, like, my drinking cups. Oh, oh the Welchers. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I um, had all of those and stuff. I, I mean, I I always thought Tom and Jerry was, was, was pretty cool. I mean, really, Hanna-Barbera, like, they kind of got it going on, dude. I mean, they got Tom and Jerry. They got Flintstones. They got Jetsons. They got Scooby-Doo. You know what I mean? Um, Droopy Dog, which, like, I haven't. I was never able to figure out droopy dog. He's
0: just sad. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that's kind of my 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 Tom and Jerry sort of experience. It's one of those things that's like, and then watching this movie, it just kind of reminded me. I was like, man, I used to fuck with Tom and Jerry a lot as a kid. And But like to me, it was just kind of like just a normal, you know what I mean? It was just kind of always around, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be, we were watching on TV or 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 drinking fucking water out of a out of an old Welch's jar. I mean it was just kind of
0: water and, from a Welch's jar. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What was your did you did you dig Tom and Jerry when you were younger? I sure did. Uh I it was sometimes my my morning thing for sure. After school thing for sure. Right. Yeah. Um I uh also feel like I fell in love with a lot of jazz because of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like whenever, uh, you know, you is, or is you is, is ain't my baby. Yeah. That whole thing was great. Like Butch, the dog, I loved. Um, I think the thing that always got me about Tom and Jerry was the fact that um, it was like everyone else could me- like Butch, Tom and Jerry could mess with each other. But like, if anyone else mess with any of the three of them, they'd all be like, yo, mm-hmm. no, nah, these are my friends. I'm fucking with them, right? Yeah. Uh, which I always appreciated. Um, also like Tom is, I love how smart he was, but also love, uh, Jerry was just funny to me. Like the idea of like the moving mouse hole, like all that stuff. It, 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 it was always really entertaining. It always made me sad though. The fact that I'm like, sometimes Tom really just be trying to live his life and then Jerry come and fuck it up. Like, yeah. And so I've always asked the question, like, who's the asshole?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's a that's a viable question. I mean, I I, th- I think they they did a good job of like depending on what segment you're watching. Like in some cases, it was Tom was kind of you know the asshole, and in some cases, it was it was Jerry because Jerry Jerry's kind of a
0: little shit. You know what I mean? Jerry is a little shit. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember Jerry's little nephew or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. do you remember the Three Musketeers episode? Uh,
1: I'd I'd have I'd have to. It's one of those things where, like, if if someone would recap it, like, oh yeah yeah yeah, I remember that one. But yeah,
0: no, not off the top of my head. Yeah, I loved all that. I loved all of that. Um, yeah, yeah, and I like the fact that Tom and Jerry became able to do like in the same way that Bugs Bunny did, like the Marriage of Figaro and things like that. Tom and Jerry they took on the ability to tell like classic literature stories in their cartoons in like a really funny way, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was great. Uh, the, the fricking manhole cover, Tom, remember when he'd be flat, like oh, a manhole? Yeah. Yeah. on his fingers, yeah. that yeah. shit was great. Um, yeah, this, and then, you know, we, we, we talked briefly on the phone earlier today about, uh, their owner, mm-hmm. Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the mammy figure, which was like, like what, what's happening here? Uh, but here, here's the question I have for you. Hmm. I, so I am of the, uh, I'm in the camp of, uh, confronting, uh, American history by making it available to be seen and pointing out things like, I, I think that they, that Disney should release songs of the South. And then like right. if they make any proceeds of it, they should donate it to something or something like that. But I think that they should make it available instead of just glorifying the uh the Bear, Brother Rabbit and Splash Mountain, which we all know Splash well, we don't all know, but Splash Mountain is changing to Princess and the Frog. Right. Um But uh are they gonna remove Zippity Doodah from the parks? Absolutely not. And Zippy Doodah comes from comes from Songs itself. But right. so uh all of this to say, how do you feel about uh I think that there should be trigger warnings around or an, an acknowledgement around the racial stereotypes that existed in cartoons back then. I don't think they, I don't think that those things should be removed because I think that it's it's problem it's it's erasure of mistakes. Right. Yeah. As opposed to like making it available to be like, this is not a thing that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And us being able to see how problematic it is. How do you feel about acknowledgements around the violence and Tom and Jerry and stuff like that?
1: Uh, wow. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think this stuff needs to be flat out like removed, you know? I mean, you know, make it available and, and, you know, if it ends up being a conversation point, that you know, you know uh, uh, something you talk about with your kids or you know other people you know whomever whatever uh, uh totally cool um but yeah i i, I abs- as far as the violence and stuff like that is is concerned was it what is it, was it looney tunes something just a re- recently released like it was like an adult content warning mm-hmm. or they didn't phrase it adult content cuz that has a whole other It was a content warning yeah Yeah. Something like that. Like, like I'm, I'm totally cool with like, you know, Hey man, Hey, you know, this, this does have like, you know, I think like cartoon violence and stuff like that. Um, because yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and granted all these things, dude, like the original ones came out way before like any of these, you know, kind of rating systems, you know, really, really, you know, sort of took Mm -hmm. shape, especially with, with television. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we need to go back and, rebrand them and sort of you know rate them as and cartoons were
0: used for let's be honest propaganda
1: yeah
0: 100 they were put before movies and all this other stuff they were absolutely used for propaganda and stuff like that yeah yeah
1: Yeah. but i mean at the same time it's like so you know my boy is uh really he's kind of getting into other things now um but he's really into like pj masks and um um there's uh like rescue bots and and there's there's some of these shows that like. Is he on Paw Patrol. Not really, just because like we don't. I don't really know how you. I mean, he likes like the characters and stuff, but like we don't really we don't really watch it. Uh, that's that's Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. isn't it? Paw Patrol. Yeah, so we don't have like. I mean, maybe if we ever get Paramount Plus, which like we're just gonna looking to be like, do we need to get Paramount Plus? Like it has all these other cool things. Um, but
0: uh, what. I was going to say we can talk. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> but so he's watching all these things, right? That like feature like superheroes and feature like transformers, like things that, you know, would realistically in any other sort of style of show or, or geared towards the other audience would, would fight. There would be violence. There would be fighting and stuff, but like, there's, 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 there's no fighting, but now he's starting to get into like, like he loves Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? And, and and he's starting to get into all these other, all these comics and, and all these other characters and stuff and watching some, you know, he's in watching things that like it's progressively getting more violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still like, you know, age appropriate. But I mean, yeah, I mean, someone now might like, you know, punch somebody or someone might, might hit, hit their heads on like a wall and, and, and kind of fall over. So it would be interesting to, to see how he would take to some of these like older cartoons that featured some, you know, the, the violence stuff. But I, I think it's the same level of violence that we see in, in this one, you know, and like,
0: it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there is something to be said about, well, cartoons in general have, I don't want to say they out, they've outright lost their slapstick nature. Cause if you see the new, Mickey Mouse cartoons—they're pretty slapsticky, right? Um, oh boy! But you don't get the giant—you <laughs> don't get the giant lumps on the head and stuff like that yeah. nearly as much, and stuff like that. Although I think all that stuff is fun. I think, uh, yeah. I think for me, it was more fun to, as a kid, act like I had birds flying around my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. And that was a different kind of violence. I was like, "Oh, oh whoa, yeah. this is silly," mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just wonder about these things. Uh, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on the side of giving, an, uh, of almost, of oversharing information. I am on the side of, like, let's provide all the things, and, like, people are concerned about this thing, right? I'm not on the side of erasing something from history just because there's shame associated with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that, by removing stuff, it is an act of, some might call it an act of protection. I see it as an act of of deleting uh, just a history, you know, a time in history that we have to continuously reckon with. Um. Right. Uh, and the, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because, you know, Tom and Jamie, Tom, Tom and Jamie, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry had a mammy, right?
1: Right.
0: Who mm-hmm. beat the shit out of Thomas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she came, she just dropped science on, on, on everything and everybody. Throwing cast iron skillets, which I'm yeah. like, you throwing
0: your throw no good cast iron? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I just. You're right, man, and and so much of this stuff, it's like I have my, you know, I, I kind of look back on my own experiences, you know, as a kid and stuff, and I was able to watch this stuff, and it was like, it, there was always that level of, like, acceptance or, like, the level of understanding that, like, okay, this is fake, this is just a cartoon, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Tom, Tom's gonna be okay and stuff, like, in this world, you know what I mean? Like, those are those are the rules of it, but then, like, I, I would watch something like Roger Rabbit and watch Christopher Lloyd murder a shoe by dipping it in acid, and, like, that fucked me up. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like it was almost like when things could bounce back, I was like, oh, okay, that's totally fine. But again, just a simple act of dipping a shoe in acid and hearing it scream. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know. So I think there's, you know, if, if parents today are kind of concerned about, like, you know, the cartoon violence and things that are like in Tom and Jerry and stuff, first off, no for this movie. And this might be getting you know, future spoilers or whatever, but like in this movie, like you're totally fine. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, it's not an issue, but um,
0: there, there are, <laughs> there are way, I was like,
1: Oh dang, yeah, there are way worse things. I think that like kids could be, you know, the, the, like these, these things never inspired me, nor do they inspire my kids to like, ask like deep questions. Do you know what I mean? Like versus something like when it, when someone dies in a movie or a character dies or or yeah, like you know the, the 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 racial issues with things like Song of the South. It's like when those questions come up and stuff. So okay, let's have a conversation. Yay for parenting and stuff. But yeah, I mean things like this, it never it never elicits any sort of you know what I mean. Like oh, they just think it's funny. You know, it's the same vein as like if I stub stub my fucking pinky toe. And like I'm, 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 I'm positive I don't have a toe anymore. My, my kids saw that they laughed their asses off. You know what I mean? It's just, it's. Slapstick. They would ask if it's, you were okay. No, that ass is okay. My kids aren't assholes, but I mean, yeah, it's like they, it's like you know, someone falls or someone whatever. It's like it's it's uh. Freida. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's also
1: it's 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 slapstick. That that that's what it is. You know, I mean, I, th- I think I absolutely think there's a. There's a, there, there's a place for that. And I, and I think the ones that are successful, the ones that have staying power, are the things like Tom and Jerry, the things like Three Stooges, where it's like they do a very, very good job of establishing the rules of the world. You know what I mean? And in this, and in this, it's like, yeah, this stuff hurts or whatever. We shake it off immediately. You know, mm-hmm. shake it off absolutely immediately. Like, oh, I got hit with the board. Oh, hey, okay, okay, I'm fine. I'm off to my next thing. You know, and it sort of makes it less dangerous. agree. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. Even though Tom and Jerry both are fucking criminal masterminds who, like, who? I bet every, every serial killer in the world is like, fuck, I should have taken notes from Tom and Jerry. Like, mm-hmm.
0: the- <laughs> Hey, they get away with everything. They don't get away with it. They don't get away with much, actually. Well, it's just like but these fucking also- death contraptions. Yeah, the Rue you know? Goldberg devices? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Jerry wakes
1: up, I want to play a game. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, dude, like, this is some fucking high-level torment. You know, this is preparing me for, like, horror movies and shit like
0: that. It's like, that is hate manifest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool, man. Well, man, I'm excited to, you know, dig into this movie with it, But I think now is a good time for us to uh, make our way down to get our, our various va- ice boxes.
0: It's time to get a beverage. Because you said Doobie and, Brothers earlier. And I think Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers, yeah. this is it. Yeah. Oh, no, that's first, Kenny Loggins circle, and Michael it. McDonald. I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. Uh, But yeah, I'm a a Kenny Loggins fan. I should have not missed that. Right, right. You're over
1: there picking your teeth with. uh, Is that one of those little floss? Mm -hmm. Those little floss, like toothpick, Mm -hmm. little fucking thing. You know, if you get six of them together, you could probably practice some guitar or whatever while you're, you know, hanging out. Um, So we'll see y'all back here momentarily. First off, Uh, if you did that, I'd I'd automatically I'd be like, "That's the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen." You know, there's there's only one song I would play.
0: Oh man, yeah. I saw this thing the other day that uh, the internet needs to people need our listeners needs to stop me from buying. It's like a mini saxophone. Get it? It sounds just like a saxophone, but it's like it's like. 18 inches, and I was like, I want it, get it, get it. I miss playing my saxophone right so much. Get
1: it, fucking get it. I'm not going to stop. No one should stop you from that. Get your little pocket sax. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> a sax, <laughs> a sax you can fit in your sock. You know what I mean? Like you just fucking oh pull back, Mister Redenbacher.
0: Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Pop Kellogg's. secret.
1: Smacks, man, smacks. I miss smacks, dude. And people would be like, "Hey, you want some golden crisp?" Nah, fuck you. <laughs> I want some
0: smacks. <laughs> It's the same thing. Get that bear out of my fucking face. Give me the frog. Yeah. (laughs) Let me lick the toad.
1: And that frog, dude, he looked like a little kid, but he opened his mouth like he fucking smokes two packs of reds a day. You want some smacks? (laughs) Hey.
0: (laughs) Kellogg smacks! (laughs) God damn. (laughs) It's like It's like it's an order for an attack, right? Kellogg's Smacks! Yeah. <laughs> it's a hit. He putting a hit out on all of yeah, us. Smacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that bears are like, hey man, my gold Christmas frogs like fuck you. Get my smacks. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> but uh, it sounds like guys a, every 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 blue-haired woman at a bingo wall at fucking two o'clock in the afternoon. Bingo! <laughs> Smack! <You better>
0: <laughs> Delores you ain't got a bingo. Shut up! <laughs> For I smack you, <laughs> you messing right. up my street. <laughs> Why don't you go home and fall asleep in front of the in front of the TV? Go do sit and be fit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do sit and be fit? No, man. When no. I was a kid, I would be like, "Ooh, sit and be fit is all." <laughs> Let yeah. me do this. Real cool. Is that where you just sit? You just kind of like, yeah. So you get a towel your and body around. Yeah, yeah, you do like squats <laughs> with the chair. You do. You hold the chair. You do leg lifts. Uh, I'm gonna I send you videos of and be fit. Yeah, no. I <laughs> <laughs> it's talking right, about well, drinks. Absolutely,
1: it is. So unless you're driving, I guess you can do it if you're sitting and being fit. But uh, yeah, unless you're driving or doing anything else, doing anything else. Yeah, no, unless you're driving. Join us. Uh, we'll see you back here uh, here in a in a in a minute or two, and we'll get all our Tom and Jerry on.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Hey, Jordan. How was your trip to hey, the fridge?
1: You know, devoid of any sort of Rube Goldberg
0: machines. But uh, other than that, it was all right. What about you? You know what? Those 12 paces there and back was solid. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony, man, you need to get you a rolly chair and just fucking wheel around that. Jordan. No,
0: I have a big rug and that covers
1: most of oh, the space. Right. So. That's right. That's right get you a wheelchair then? shit get you some heelys that you can just kind of zip around you in
0: these motherfucking heelys what are those or what are the little segway do people segway anymore yeah they do segway tours around cities oh, God. i think the guy who invented the segway died right while riding a segway you're you're lying to me i i, I said i think i'm going to i'm going to look it up because i think that that is the truth someone told me that i they could be lying to me just to like make me happy um, while you're, wh- while you're looking that up, I will talk about what I'm drinking.
1: Uh, I am drinking, uh, a, this is another version of neon shades by Tupp's brewery, uh, it's here in Texas. Uh, so I had their regular sour, which is way too sour for me. Uh, I mm-hmm. gave the rest of those to Kim. This is another sour, but it's not as sour, uh, but it's like a chocolate cherry flavor. Um, so it's actually, it's, it's good. It's got lactose in it. I don't know how people feel about beers with lactose, but if you're, if you're a fan of that. Um. Then absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm laughing so, because I was right. Mm. Wow! He died on a Segway.
0: Helliston died in 2010 from injuries apparently sustained from falling from a cliff while riding his own product.
1: So, well, he just had, you, dude. You can't Thelma and Luis your ass off of a cliff with a Segway. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, hey, sorry that he's dead, but like, you know, I guess you know.
0: Yeah, everybody's got to go at some point. I don't know what to say. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's, it's not like it's not like I did it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> I, I I am here with um, something that's not very impressive this week. What? I busted out the oldie but goodie. I'm drinking the Miller High Life. Hey, there you go. The, Miller, the champagne of
1: beers. Go. Yeah, yeah, dude. Miller High Life is good, and they. What was that Super Bowl commercial they did? Where it was like just High Life? Like they only paid yeah. for like like a what a half second. a second or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, dude. High, high Life was the. I remember drinking a lot of that in uh, uh, early. Out of the bag.
2: It's time for trivia. TJ, <laughs> drop a beat. Out of the bag. This is good. Wait, TJ, are you drinking High Life?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: My uh, dad's best friend, who's basically was my uncle, uh, he always drank Miller High Life. And he had a, so we spent a lot of time hanging out in the basement, which sounds creepy, but he had his pool table down there. So we'd like hang out, shoot pool, throw darts. uh, And he had a, like a big freezer and he would always like throw his 12 pack in there and let him get a little slushy Mm -hmm. and then drink them classic. Barry, may you rest in peace. Alright! Who's ready for some trivia? I think we are. Okay, okay. Good. Because ready or not, here it comes. Jordan! Yeah. Ah, Tom and Jerry. You know him. you love him. But what is Tom's full name? Is it A, Thomas Cat? B, Thomas J. Cat? C, Humphrey Thomas Cat? But please, call him by his middle name. Or D, Thomas Pickles Cat?
1: Isn't it Thomas J. Cat?
2: It's just Thomas Cat. Oh. But doesn't Thomas J. Cat have a nice ring to it? It does. There's like a personal injury lawyer in Austin that's like Thomas J. Henry. Yes. Not sponsored. All right, TJ. Mm hmm. Tom and Jerry started from the idea of two characters always in conflict with one another. But what other animal pairing was in the running to be the main characters before it was decided it would be a cat and a mouse? Is it A? A dog and a cat? B? A cat and a bird, or C, a dog and a fox. Jord, why do you look so excited
1: about this? I'm just
0: like, shit, that's a tough one. (laughs) I'm going to, okay, dog and fox is fox and a hound, so I'm not going to say, I'm going to say no to that. I'm going to say a cat and a bird.
2: It, it was dog and a fox. No! <laughs> I was, like, trying to, like, send you. I walked right you. into it.
0: I walked yeah. right into it,
2: and then I walked I like, away. I said, I this, is, I said this.
0: this isn't the right store. <laughs> and then I turned around.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we are just starting out strong, y'all. All right. Jordan. Yes. Chloe Grace Moretz, who prefers to go by Chloe Grace rather than just Chloe. Fun fact. Such a great actor and has many accomplishments in her young life but it isn't all sunshine and daisies in Hollywood. She's had her ups and downs. Like one time she completed the voice work for a character in a Disney movie only to be replaced. What movie was it that gave her the boot? Was it A, Bolt? C, Cars? Nope, kidding. A, Bolt. B, Cars. Or C, Meet the Robinsons.
1: Well, tough stuff, because Bolt is Miley Cyrus.
2: But it's about
1: yeah. No, I know that. Okay. But I don't know like. So I know the role that she would have voiced like, and I'm trying to think like I don't remember hearing any Miley Cyrus coming in. And like, I'm just gonna say Bolt. Is it Bolt? It is Bolt. Oh, okay. It is. Bolt. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. In my uh, who would she voice in Cars, and then who would she voice in? Mitha. I never saw Meet Robinson, so the Robinsons,
0: so Meet the Robinsons is pretty good. Yeah, I know it's got that
1: time falls away.
0: It also in these has
1: small hour.
0: Yeah, yes, but Rob Thomas. Uh, and it also has
2: oh what? Rob Thomas. Like Thomas, old favorite.
1: I don't know. I don't know of if she doesn't like Rob Thomas. I don't. Enjoys. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think she likes it when you and I fucking fangirl. No, over no, Thomas.
2: I love it because it's like adorable. Mm-hmm. Rob Thomas, if you're listening,
1: he is listening. <laughs> He's yeah, he always texts listening. Me, he texted me the other day. <laughs> He's Rob Thomas. Yeah. He texted me at three a.m. Oh, God. (laughs) TJ.
2: Mm -hmm. This isn't Tom and Jerry's first live action adventure. They were featured in Anchors Away alongside what famous dancer? Is it A, Fred Astaire, B, Ginger Rogers, or C, Gene Kelly?
0: Gene Kelly?
2: It is Gene Kelly. You know, he danced around with, like, a bunch of famous mm-hmm. people. And then uh, the rumor is that they originally wanted Mickey Mouse for that. And Disney wouldn't do it. So they went to MGM. But, you know, to, I'd rather dance with Tom and Jerry. Like, Mickey Mouse is just going to steal the show, right? And then, like, Tom and Jerry, it's like a whole different dynamic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tom and Jerry are way more exciting.
2: Yeah. You. He got two dance partners instead of just one. Mm-hmm. George. Yeah. In their first animated short, Tom and Jerry were originally Jasper and Jinx. And just like we saw last week with My Girl, the studio turned to their employees with a contest for a better name. Only this time, an actual employee won. How much did animator Jim John Carr win? Is it A, $50, B, $75, or C, $100? I'm
0: going to say $100.
2: And it is $50. Um,
0: I wouldn't do shit for fifty dollars. I'm like, I work here.
2: Well, with uh, because inflation. it was way back in the day. It's about I think I read like eight hundred dollars nowadays money. Whenever that was written, nowadays money. Yeah. nowadays money. Yeah, <laughs> nowadays money is sounds way more fun than inflation. Yeah,
1: this five dollar bill. Fuck you, I, no. This is nowadays money. <laughs> this is this bill was made two years ago. TJ, mm-hmm.
2: Colin Jost, what a guy. Accomplished writer and actor and new husband, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Nice. Do you think they uh, bonded over their weird European J names, Johansson and Hjost? Maybe. Maybe they, like, opened the door to conversation, and now they are in love.
0: I'm pretty sure it's just two beautiful people who are like, you're pretty, I want to fuck you.
2: Yeah. And he's funny. (laughs) Ladies like funny guys. Anyway... Colin kicked off his big accomplishments pretty early in life by graduating from what prestigious university? Is it A, Brown, B, Harvard, or C, Cornell? Brown. At Harvard, where he majored in history and British and Russian literature. So spent, like, a lot of money. And I don't think anyone in the writing In comedy circle, like cares about where you went to school, so I don't know. Maybe he got a bunch of scholarships and he's not like massively in debt from that. Harvard's not cheap. All right, so we've got TJ at one, Jordan at one. Wow, guys! I don't
0: know what you want from us. Damn, (laughs) I make this. I'm I'm sorry, we don't know where people went to school. I like to make yeah. trivia hard. Oh, it was hard yeah. for y'all? Yeah. Don't act surprised. It, th-
2: this, um, it's a new movie. So historically, yeah. like my, my trivia on new movies tends to be a little light from my normal sources. So I have to get creative.
0: I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad that you mad at us.
2: Long story short, this is your fault. Both of you for picking sure. this movie. Okay. Although I did, I did enjoy this movie. Um, I was like annoyed partway through it, but then like they brought around Tom and Jerry, who like yeah, yeah, you gotta love them, you know. Pick Who's ready for it?
0: All the Mavises, pick me.
2: All right, Hannah and Barbera produced 114 cartoons for MGM. Of those 114. How many were nominated for an Academy Award for Best Short? From Price is Right rules, I will go to TJ first.
0: I'm going to say seven. Jord. I'm going to say
1: nine. Oh, and the answer is... Brrr,
2: God, a fucking suck at drum rolls. Uh, 13. 13. So, Jord. Jord is our winner. Although, um... Merit to TJ because they won seven. They won seven. That's
1: what that's that's he's gonna say. That's what I was that, that's what I was trying but to. That's, use.
2: That's, 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 that's that's what I was it. gonna say.
1: <laughs> Why your voice drop like that? Why your voice drop like that? <laughs> to 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 differentiate between let no. let people know that I'm talking from from someone else's perspective. I, it's the same way your voice drops when you talk about me. Hey man, get in my truck.
0: How about name Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that hey, that's that's
1: no, he always used to do that. He was he goes, I bet you were like this and I said, Hey baby, get in my truck. And it's like
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine
2: <laughs> <laughs> cannot be asking any ladies to get in your truck. No.
0: No, Jordan, I, I, and I wasn't that was me just you having to blow your nose, you know. by Dave Jordan, I can't breathe. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got I got to blow my nose You're making me sound like like a like a I don't know, something something. <laughs> I'm making you sound mm-hmm. like something. It's a movie mm-hmm. where people <laughs> did stuff.
2: I uh, I have a terrible mom voice whenever I'm imitating my mom, so I won't do it in case she listens. So but. what up? <laughs> <laughs> any time my mom calls me she's like hey let's go and then inevitably within like the first 30 seconds so what up yeah it's adorable mom never change
0: brilliant all right
2: all right well i'm going to go um carry on with my day i'm going to make some pasta sauce carry if anybody's curious
0: there'll be pasta sauce when you're done Okay. that's true okay and then I'm gonna make some okay. lasagna mm-hmm. so where's, where's my lasagna Shit. uh
2: if you come to Texas I'll be happy to make you lasagna and you know listeners if anybody wants a recipe email us at um grownmanwks at
0: gmail.com
2: yeah dang it I always i know it's like two some of the words but like also partly an acronym and i'm gonna I'm gonna memorize it one of these days TJ, play me out
1: Right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Um, cool. So, Tom and Jerry. Uh, That's what we're talking about. Um, yeah. So, Tom and Jerry, this, did, this is on HBO Max. So, if you are a subscriber, you have access to this movie for free. It's technically not for free because you pay monthly, but you get the idea. Uh, this did come out this year, released February 26th uh in uh, uh of this year uh cast includes Chloe Grace Moretz, Michael Peña, Colin Jost, uh Rob Delaney um who some of you might remember from Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Uh he's the guy uh Ken Jeong uh and a whole bunch of other of other people. So the cast isn't too terribly uh stacked, but it does have some some familiar faces in there. As far as plot is concerned, I'm just going to get right on front street with this, TJ. There is way too much plot for this movie. Um, I warned you. Um, way, way too much. Uh, and as I was watching it, I was I was trying to pick apart because first off, I do appreciate that the movie has uh, structure, has an A, a B, and a C uh, sort of plot line, and they all do come together really, really nicely. But I feel by by definition of of what an A plot is, a B plot, and a C plot is, Tom and Jerry is our B plot.
0: I feel and, that. Too. And
1: and uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is our A plot, and those should be flipped based on on, on the title the, of the movie. Yeah. But um, that being said, uh we'll go we'll go through some like plot plot points, and there's sort of like important beats and stuff like that. But understand that this movie essentially in all of its sort of Uh, all of its meaty sort of plot points, unnecessarily meaty uh, uh, plot points, uh, it provides good opportunities for Tom and Jerry to do what Tom and Jerry do best, which is just try to fuck each other up. Um, I will say that this movie includes all of the old, like classic stuff. Uh, every single thing that you can think of that when you think of Tom and Jerry, right. And if, if you grew up with the, with the, with the, with the shorts, if you're familiar with them, everything that happens in those, all the main things happens. Jerry moves the mouse hole at one point. You know what I mean? We have Tom getting flattened and sort of walking out know all these things that, that, that happen in the, uh, in the shorts. And there's also return characters. Um, and I'm going to say too, something I really liked about this movie. So this is a, a live action animated sort of hybrid what I appreciated about how this movie went about, I guess, quote, unquote, explaining that is every animal is animated yeah. and every human is. So so it's just like it doesn't matter if it's Tom and Jerry. It doesn't matter if it's pigeons fucking around, um, right. so, which, by the way, this movie kicking off a trap called Quest is fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, If it's pigeons flying around uh the city someone's pets it's all animated, so I like that a lot. What did you think about?
0: I liked it too. I thought that it did a lot to explain away the world and not just make them like the only ones who right. were animated and I actively looked I was all like, okay, I'm gonna look to see if there are any other animals in any of these shots, and there were none yeah. Yeah. um uh so I thought that they made a really good choice because that also allowed for the other animals to have that personality and talk and stuff like that, which I, I thought was great. Yeah. Um, it also so made we, the world more believable, right? Cause people were just like, Oh yeah, this is just how animals look. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I love it.
1: And that's kind of going back to kind of what we were touching on, on, on segment one here. It's like anytime a movie, a show, whatever it is, is able to, uh, die, you know, disclose the rules of the world quickly. It's like audiences buy. You know what I mean? They didn't have to explain it. You know what I mean? There's it was just like, hey, this is what it is. You know, buy into it. And 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 you know, we ultimately ultimately did. Uh budget $79, 79 million, Uh it has a box office return so far of sixty-six point nine million. But then again, like in this day and age, what what are box office returns? Well, this movie is you know in I mean? in theaters as well. Right. But I mean, it's still it's like you can't I feel that, like, I think the understanding now, movies coming out during the pandemic, it's like, even if they do have a theatrical run, we kind of can't hold them to the same standards. Standard. Yeah. Uh,
0: but still, for, for they'll a make pandemic their money back. film. They'll, they'll make their money back.
1: Oh, absolutely. For a pandemic film, I mean, I think, you know, uh, uh, it did it did well. And we're still pretty recent into its into its uh, HBO Max uh, release. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, again, just kind of going through this plot uh, pretty quickly because there is a whole lot. And I also don't want to uh, explain all of the like Tom and Jerry bits. Like I recommend everyone sort of watch those for themselves. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, It opens with uh, Tom uh, who dreams of being a a, a musician. So we're in New York city city. Uh and Tom is uh, he has his little keyboard and stuff like that, and he goes and plays. And then Jerry, meanwhile, is trying to look for a place to live. Um and he's 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 getting a little tour of the, from this little rat realtor, you know, and 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 that basically was ugly as hell. Yeah. Basically it sets it up really nicely. Tom dreams of being a musician, and Jerry doesn't have enough money in his pocket to afford the lifestyle that that he wants. Um Tom has a routine where he goes to Central Park and he puts on glasses and he pretends to be a blind cat playing the piano. And everyone uh, watches him because they just can't believe, oh, wow, blind cat playing the piano. And they throw money in a hat. This part was pretty funny. Yeah. Jerry sees it. And again, this part is funny. It's also indicative of the rules that this world plays by. Uh, Jerry shows up. He sees Tom playing. He said, fuck it. I'm going to be, we have Tom, the blind cat who plays piano. We have Jerry, the dancing mouse. And he's like, he puts his own little can on. He starts dancing. You know what I mean? Starts fucking. You know, sh- shaking a, rug, a leg and shit saying. like that, cutting a rug, you know, and then everything, and uh, and then everyone's like, oh, they're throwing coins in his shit. Tom's like, hey, fuck you, mouse, get out of here. Uh, we have hilarity ensuing. We have Tom and Jerry doing their thing. So this this movie sets up a nice like this is the reason why this is the impetus for Tom and Jerry's feud, right? Because Jerry's getting in the way of Tom's bread. Uh, and ultimately, it was res- ultimately oh, as you take a sip of your high life, okay, cool, yeah, no, I'd I'd uh, I'd uh, you know. Any which way. Uh, we have, uh, uh, ultimately, Tom's keyboard gets broken, and his glasses uh, uh, fall off, and, he's, and he grabs Jerry. And this is the part that I loved. Everyone's like, hey, it's not a blind cat playing he's the just piano. He's just a cat playing it's the just piano. It's a regular cat playing the piano. And that big dude, man, I want my money back. <laughs> and he I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I was thinking to myself, it's like, man, I bet the director, so Tim, Tim Story directed this. Tim Story, he directed, I don't know off the top. I I know he did Barbershop. Uh, He did, uh, are we there yet? Uh, I think he might've done Ride Along. He, it's a particular brand of comedy that Tim Story does and he does it really, really well. And I think that's, that, that's prevalent throughout this entire movie. And I just picture him talking to the guy like, man, like and what do we always say about like comedy? Well, I say we always say like you and I always talk about it's more so like in my classes stuff, but like good comedy, it, it takes itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And the characters take things seriously. And like that dude, like in that moment, it's like I bet Tim Story's like, you just got ripped off. You just want and this dude at most like, Man, I want my money back. And he goes for it. So I just love this sort of uh opening here so that sort of sets everything up. Again, it's in violation with a b and c plot structure here because we should technically it sh- should be flip because the next thing is we introduce we were introduced to Chloe and her sort of what is it? She has a
0: job and Tom and Jerry fuck with her. They like knock her over and Jerry, and Jerry uh, Tom knocks her off her bike. Yeah, she's basically like a she's a courier. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she ends up getting fired and she's like, "Oh, I need a new job and shit like that." And she also I was kind of confused on this, that she did not have a place to stay also because ultimately what she is, she ends up gaming her way into a new hotel position uh, uh, at this fancy, what is it called? Uh, the, the Royal Gate. Gate. Yeah. Royal Gate uh, Hotel. Um, there's someone else who's applying for the job and she games her into basically, basically Chloe Grace pretends to be uh, uh, an employee there, like one of the managers and and basically takes this girl's resume uh, who is like super fucking qualified, kind of over, over qualified for the job and takes his resume and, you know, basically passes it off as her own. I have she deep questions shopper. about this. What? How she fucking fails upwards the entire movie, pretty much?
0: And like, are we supposed to like her?
1: I don't, yeah, here's the thing because, and, 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 so, 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 so let's get to this really quickly, right? And then we can talk about her character because I have the same questions. So she ends up getting this job. Jerry ultimately moves into the hotel, right? Because he's like, this is, this is my place. Tom is still trying to get Jerry back. He's like, you ruined my livelihood and shit like that. You know what I mean? He broke, you broke my keyboard and all these kinds of things. The mouse gets discovered by, by hotel staff. And then in order to stay in the hotel owner's good graces, Chloe Grace is like, I'm going to find this mouse for you. Meanwhile, she's developed a frictional relationship, an adversarial relationship with Michael Pena's character, who is the event coordinator. The hotel is hosting this wedding for Prita and Ben, which is this New York socialite uh, couple. And they're like, this wedding has to go off without a hitch. Uh, this is going to be yeah, this is going to spell big business for the hotel. Everything has to go fucking, you know, it, it, it has to be aces and shit like that. And then Chloe Grace offers to, to get rid of the mouse. That that's her that's her fucking job. Idiot. She ends up enlisting Tom's help, right? As like the chief sort of enforcer and stuff. So that's kind of where we are and this is where I sort of started asking those questions because realistically Michael Pena's character, who is this, he's funny. I love Michael Pena and everything he's in. He's funny in this movie, but he is, by all intents and purposes, our antagonist, our villain, whatever you want to call it. And he is he he is out to get Chloe Grace Moretti because because she's this young blood hot shot who's fucking impressing the, the hotel owner. And he's jelly. Yeah. So I was like, shouldn't Michael Pena be trying to get Jerry out? At all costs, but there's this moment where Chloe Grace Moretz's character is trying to get Jerry
0: out at all she's costs. She's like, "Pick and, me, pick me."
1: Yeah, and she lied her way. I love it that line. Michael Pena is like, "I've clawed my way to the middle," and I do <laughs> She essentially lied her way to the middle and stuff like that. You know, fucked over someone else who was absolutely qualified. Yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to like her, but then it's also like she's she's the live action. Tom and she's doing the same shit Tom and Jerry would have done. You
0: know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and I think that that's the thing that we're supposed to take away from it is that she matches their energy.
1: Right, right.
0: I mean, I don't so, like
1: it, but it's there. It's there. You know. And I will say, like, she. So I'm a fan of of Chloe Grace Moretz. I've, I, I, you know, it's almost like she she started making clear decisions about her career at a young age. You know she did kick ass. She did uh, let me in, which fight me, let me in is superior to let the right one in. Um, which is the both of them are, are adaptations of a of a novel about a, a kid vampire. Let me in is the only one that has like the stamp of approval from the author. from the not, not from the author. Yeah, and the, I think let the right one in came out a year or two earlier, but because uh, Swedish films don't have many hurdles to jump. Before they get like made and distributed, right. American films and stuff have just like, any which Just
0: like the girl with the dragon tattoo, how there's two versions that exist right. of that, right? Right,
1: and and I haven't seen either one of them, but I hear that the American one is the superior one as well. But there are purists. I don't know. I think purists. It's it's like, are they really purists? Or are they just like fans of the thing that came first?
0: Oh yeah, are you know? they elitist?
1: Yeah, there you go. Because there are people who look at Let Me In and they say, "Oh, that's a remake of Let." The-. No, it's not a remake. It's not a remake. It, it, they were happening around the same time. It's just one of them got to the finish line first. Any which way, I digress. So I've always been a fan of her, and I feel that she did a pretty good job given the material. She's never really been in a movie like this. Do you know what I mean? And and I, I feel that that she she kind of she, she did a pretty good job. Granted, her plot her her plot line sort of overtook everything, um, but it wasn't terrible. You know what I mean? Uh, sort of sort of watching it. Every, and then really, everything that happens. Another thing that I love in this is this whole Preeta and Ben uh, wedding. I like you know? it and, too. And Ben is like, because there's so much exposition that's not stated. Ben is wanting this huge fucking wedding, and Preeta's wanting it to be more scaled down. But you, there's this whole like Ben's trying to seek the approval of Prita's dad, and I'm watching this. I'm like, Ben, you're doing this for her dad. You're not doing this for her. Never once was that stated. And for a family film, I appreciate the fact that like they're able to allow some of these non so some of these moments not be drowned in, in exposition because so many of these family movies do that. Um, and they're really funny. All the Preta and Ben, especially the Ben stuff. Ben's like he's got like this fucking motorized skateboard. He gets delivered to the bridal suite when they arrive at the hotel. You know, what I mean, you can see Preta's just overwhelmed with everything. Ben's got this drone. You know, at one point they're talking about like elephants. They want elephants delivered. You know, because it's an, it's an Indian uh, themed wedding and stuff yeah. like that. Because Preta is is Indian, um, and all these other sorts of things. But I will say, like. Even though Kayla, Chloe Grace Moretz is scared, even though Kayla's you know art overtakes everything where it shouldn't, and the preda and Ben stuff, which is ultimately our C plot, all of this stuff provides good fuel for that Tom and Jerry fire. Uh, yeah. The Tom, the Tom yeah. and Jerry segments, I thought, were really well done. And I'm curious what you thought of them, too, because like, it's almost like watch, watching these Tom and Jerry shorts and watching them translate so well into this. It's almost like a fucking dance, dude. Like they are choreographed. It's like it's like they knew. They're like, okay, what do we have at our disposal in this room? Well, there's a chandelier. There's this. There's that. Okay, Jerry's gonna do this. Tom's gonna do that. Like John Madden gives him, like, Okay, so the quarterback does the running you know, and writes everything, and he's like, gonna what? grab the iron. Yeah,
0: he's yeah. gonna slam yeah. it in his face, which is yeah. gonna make him fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I thought that this is. um You know, I had to make a a direct comparison to the movie we watched a couple weeks ago, which is Space Jam. And the fact that the thing that makes this movie work for me with the laying on of cartoon characters in a a real world or vice versa, is that Space Jam had two moments of slapstick, like two sequences of slapstick, right? Right. While this was like, this is where the characters thrive. Mm Mm-hmm so they let them they let them fight and they and and not only did they let them fight but they let their fights have real world repercussions and implications and so i thought that that was a brilliant and b i also had to look at the purpose of this movie which is the fact that yeah kids know who tom and jerry is like i think from a peripheral sort of thing now currently uh but this is a way to introduce kids into the 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 cult that is tom and jerry right
1: absolutely and so i think that they
0: had they they's like what makes tom and jerry tom and jerry and it's the absolutely ridiculous long drawn out Mm -hmm. um uh over the top fight sequences where you're like this like they're messing each other up and they're not afraid to lean into that in this movie which I, which I absolutely love. And they're, they're also not afraid to, like, provide that ambiguity behind, like... Like, oh, well, okay. Like, in this movie, Jerry is in the wrong, 100%. I think. I think Tom has every... Tom is seeking retaliation, which he yeah. shouldn't. But, like, even Tom... Like, w- the fact that they use Tom's... Uh, Angel and Devil sequence that you see so often in the oh, movies, oh yeah, and in the, in so the cartoons, well here. it was so good, and, the, and the, they came up three times, <laughs> and like it was, and I thought it, I thought it was so great, um, but yeah, I loved I loved how in depth the choreography was, and the thing is that the overlaying of the animation on top of the real world stuff actually made me appreciate the set designers and like the technicians who like, and now the TV is going to fall and we have to hit this scramble on the TV. Like you said, now the chandelier is going to fall and like all that work that had to go in to make these shots feel as realistic as they did. I loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's really, really great, man. Um, and yeah, I'm with you, dude. I mean, you know, talking about, um, you know, the movie that, that will not be named uh, and how I was just so pissed thinking like there's an entire generation of people that like, this is going to be like the new, the new space jam is going to be their introduction to these mm-hmm. Looney Tunes characters. It's the exact opposite of this for me, man. I think like anyone out there who's, who's wanting, I don't know if anyone like has laid awake at night wondering when to introduce their kids to Tom and Jerry. But I mean Somebody I do, probably has. Yeah, this movie is is fucking perfect. Like start here. You know what I mean? Start with this movie. Uh I think it's great. And then you can absolutely you know, show your kids this movie first and then go back and watch some of these things. I see no fault. In fact, I think it's really fucking cool that kids now can watch the older ones and be like, oh, it's just like in the movie when they did this. It's a completely different relationship towards I'm watching it and you and I are watching it. And it's like, oh, it's just like in the show where they did this. Oh, they're doing that moment. They're doing that moment. That's really, really cool. Like that fan service stuff. This is an example of fan service
0: working both ways, depending on, you know, what generation you belong to. I think Um, it's also the work of establishing fans. I still think that I still think that Space Jam Two is going to be our generation dragging their sitting their kids down to watch it. mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! When I feel like watch this, you're going to like it, you know? Right? And I feel like this is uh, because have Tom and Jerry been in movies before? I feel like there's a way, evidently. Well, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah. I, but I think that there are, I know that there are Tom and Jerry, like cartoon movies, but yeah. um, I feel like them just branding it Tom and Jerry was super important for them to, as, a, as an introduction to, as a reintroduction to these characters. But also they they did the due diligence of not just having Tom and Jerry, but being like, and here's Butch and his, and his toots. like. And here's Spike, and here's here's all the alley cats. Here's everyone that has ever had any sort of like in depth interaction yeah. with Tom and Jerry.
1: Yeah, no, every, everyone's in here. I mean, even that fucking little goldfish, dude. So the so the goldfish is is the hotel owner's like pet goldfish, who's who's in his office. Spike is uh Prita and Ben's dog, and then they mm-hmm. have then there's that other that other cat toots. stuff. Yeah, Toots. Yeah. And then the alley cats end up fucking with, uh, uh, Tom. Uh, I love uh, when the, I love when the animal control rolls up and the, alley yeah. cats like five. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's really great. So yeah, there we are. Uh, and so, so all the pieces, right. Have been, have been set on the board, right? We got this big wedding. We have a girl who lied her way to get here and we have Tom and Jerry fucking, you know, on the
0: outs and stuff like that.
1: Um, at one point, um, uh uh Kayla f- we're finally get, getting to, to this big wedding and stuff like that and Kez like look at motherfuckers so uh Michael Peña's character ends up getting fired uh because he he he's kind of hip hip to the noise right like he kind of knows what's going on and in and and, and, ooh, and can family movie, that for
0: me one more time
1: what well, he's kind of hip to the noise ooh <laughs> i like that he's <laughs> But he's in, in typical family movie fashion. The one who who knows what's going on ends up getting called a fucking. You're crazy. You're you you're a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hotel owner's like, look, clearly, dude. His name's Terrence. He's like, not the hotel owner. Michael Peña's character. He's like, clearly, Terrence. You know, this way the, the stresses of this wedding are, are getting to you. I'm gonna put you on leave and stuff like that. And ultimately, things escalate. Terrence ends up, ends up losing his job. And then Chloe Grace gets promoted to to his thing. So now she has to run the whole fucking thing. And so she ends up telling Tom and Jerry because Tom and Jerry, Tom ends up catching Jerry. But anyway, Tom and Jerry end up getting together at some point. And she's like, Look at motherfuckers. This is important to me. I need both of y'all gone.
0: The fucking, you know, yeah. 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 She said, so, You can
1: stay here if y'all are fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so fucking you, y'all, you know what I mean? Like go. I I booked a day for y'all in New York City to tour all the things to do all the things. Y'all fucking get out of here. Y'all fucking leave me alone, and y'all whatever. So they end up leaving. Ultimately, it results in them getting caught by animal control. Tom and Jerry, not not Chloe Grace. Um, uh, and then and then it's you it's, don't know it's <laughs> it's at this point or like a little bit before that that like Preta confides to Chloe Grace Moretz, and she's like, "Look, man, like I just really want this to be small, and I just kind of whatever." So then, and then Chloe grace ends up talking to ben to ben to colin joseph's characters you know and 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 she's trying to tell him so she's basically trying to play like therapist to this couple who are very much in love so like they're not like at the risk of of, of they're not at risk of like breaking up but it's just like preaches on on the verge of being like i don't want to get married. i don't want this to be my wedding this is getting too out of hand shit like that but ultimately it's
0: it's it's not enough so Here's the a is for a you plan. though what? Both of us who have been through a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like, there's a line here that says, like, where one of the characters says, you know, oh, a wedding ceremony is the first real test of a married couple. Right. How do you feel about that? I mean,
1: my. I've, I've, I almost feel I I don't know. I, I I think I think I think that's that's kind of a little bit too monolithic for me. Um, I don't feel that everyone is 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 sort of falls into that into that category. I think it all depends on what what kind of couple you're. Now, I, I think it's a good it's a good it's a good chance for couples to sort of learn about we're planning this big event, like who takes on what role, who does what, Hey, if I ask you to be in charge of the music, can, are you then someone I can trust? Because I do get that a lot when I talk to people like married friends of mine and, and, and and they're like, Oh yeah, whenever we were planning that, whatever, I couldn't count on him for anything. You know what I mean? And it's like, Mm -hmm. and they knew then and there that, you know, this is the so way the relationship's like going to play. out. Yeah, yeah, but it works for them. Do You know what I mean? Like that's that that's so, totally that, that's totally fine. And, and others, it's the exact opposite. I think for Kim and I having our marriage, our, our wedding in 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 COVID times, I think is a little. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in scale down weddings and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that again, that's a little bit too too blanket. for 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 my taste
0: i mean i appreciate the sentiment especially with this movie but yeah why what do what do you what do you think i mean i lived in compromise right the reason i have a bobblehead of myself is that like we were we were having a deep debate over what the cake would look like i wanted something fun and kooky because i'm fucking fun and kooky i'm wild uh but you know, you know, the X wanted the X wanted something more traditional, and I said, okay, you know what? The cake can look like whatever you wanted to, as long as our toppers are Funko pops, right? Funko, because that's a combination
1: of fun and kooky.
0: I'm fun and kooky. I'm <laughs> Funko. I'm
1: Cun and fook. You know, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Funko. Hi, my name's yeah. my name's TJ. How would you describe yourself? Funko. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Put that on a resume. Oh, I bet you can end up
1: fucking running a hotel with that.
0: Oh. Um, uh, I didn't know that you may reference the movie that we're talking about. Oh my God. Like you're a podcaster or <laughs> Um,
1: Yeah. So, um, so the wedding here, here, here comes the wedding, right? Here comes the bride and shit like that. And it is massive. I feel like the people who made this movie were like, you know what? The rules of our world is all the animals are animated. Guess what, motherfuckers! You're gonna get peacocks. You're gonna get elephants. That peacock You're gonna get a goddamn so tiger. Cute. Yeah, no, they're all dancing stuff. And that one, you see, so the peacocks are coupled off, and that one peacock starts looking at the other peacock or the other female peacock, and the female is like, "Hey,
0: look at me, motherfucker!" Yeah, yeah. it was. It's it's, it's really really. <laughs> He's great. like, no, 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 She's like, no, 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 yeah. I'm, no, yeah, I'm
1: yeah, here. Yeah, there's a character that I have not mentioned, TJ, uh, throughout this, uh, and the one that that deserves a. Uh, uh, rec- uh, uh, um, Acknowledgement, uh, Joy the Bell Girl, who Joy is so great, just, just pops up randomly and, sh- and shocks everybody. You know what drops, I mean when she does yeah, drops yeah. knowledge nukes. Yeah, it's it's like it's like, hey, what are we going to do? And she's like, oh, I know. And it's like, of course the Bell person would know. You know what I mean? All these sorts of things. Uh, but anyway, so 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 the, so so the wedding happens. Ken Jong's character, who's the kind of like the head chef, um, he puts out brings out this giant massive. Cake. Can I say I, I didn't care about his issues? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel... I was like, you everything could have cut him and him. it would have been fine. Yeah, everything with him was to ultimately get to this moment that we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Because you... And I, and I kind of like this subversion here. So... Tom and Jerry both end up getting caught, by, captured by animal control, and taken out. Terrence, Michael Pena's character, who wants to now ruin this wedding celebration to kind of shame Chloe Gerstner's character and get back in the good grace of the hotel owner, ends up gaming both Tom and Jerry. He meets them both in an interrogation uh, uh, room and in a very Scorsese-style scene, segment here ends up gaming both of them, and, and he says, I can only take one of you. You know that he's going to take both of them, right? And get them both back to the hotel. And, you know... Have them he's, fight, and, yeah. Yeah, so he makes them fight, or has them fight. And then Tom is about in the middle of the, of the, of the wedding, Colin and, uh, or sorry, Ben and Prita are riding in on their elephants and shit on the cartoon elephants that are pretty fucking funny, man. Like these, ele- they're, they're like British accents. And, and they also like
0: talk in, in like a uh, text speak. They're like, they're like, <laughs> uh, 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 FYI. O- yeah. G. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I thought the elephants were really funny and, uh, and they're coming on elephants and stuff and Tom's chasing Jerry around and everything. And Preeta and Ben start fighting on the elephants, like about like how overdone this is. Ben's got his little drone and shit shit that's like take taking photos yeah. and then you th- jerry comes up on the cake anytime a big old cake gets wheeled out you're like okay that cake's gonna get fucked up jerry gets on the cake tom gets a big old hammer and he's about to hit jerry right and then fucking you th- you think that that's what's about to go down but then it's ken Jung's character who's like no this mouse is gonna ruin my culinary career ken Jung starts tearing this shit up you know and then that Leads to one thing leads to another, and we have this massive. The elephants see Jerry, they start freaking out because we all know, because movies that elephants are really afraid of mice, mice. and yeah, everything just starts getting fun. Basically, this whole thing is the moral of the story is don't bring elephants inside. Um, and so all this crazy fuck? shit goes, yeah, all this crazy shit happens at the wedding. And again, another really, really solid, solid sequence here. Everything gets ruined ultimately as it, as it does in these kinds of things. Prita ends up giving her ring back to Ben. She's like, you know, the ring that she, that she, Jerry took at one point, but then Chloe Grace gets back and stuff that, that ends up being a big reason why Chloe Grace's character climbs the ladder. Um, I sneezed. Uh, oh, okay. me myself. <laughs> I thought you were tapping on the mic. Like, what am I supposed to do that to? Um It was me turning my mic off like a, a sneeze. Impromptu stomp.
0: <laughs> <htt> <In, ilantro> <hey>, boom, <mumbles> boom,
1: In stomp too, right?
0: <laughs> so Boy, if you don't continue uh, on with this movie.
1: Uh so pre dance of giving a ring back to the band and she's like, you know what? I we're still together, but I'm mad at you. You know what I mean? Like I love you right now, but I don't like you you know, and shit like that. So she ends up walking out, and then uh, everything is just kind of Terrence. Uh, Chloe gets Chloe Grace ends up getting found out, you know, by the hotel owner, and she ends up leaving and everything like that. But it doesn't last very long because she ends up coming back and and uh, to the hotel, and she's like, you know, we can still have a wedding. It can be like a low key affair and shit like that. It can still be like sponsored by
0: or done by the hotel. But even the affair, that, the, even the wedding that they had was not low key, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the hotel owner's like, yeah, because Chloe Grace uses his quote. You know what I mean? Like, someone someone once told me that a marriage is a test for a first couple. And Michael Payne's character's like, who the fuck would yes, say like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> owner's like, oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, and, and then she ends up talking, to, just like Tom and Jerry end up working together, her and Terrence. And she actually uses the, the movie's logic. She's like, if Tom and Jerry can work together, you and I can work together.
0: And Terrence was oh, like, you right, I'm a yeah, sleazebag.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they end up having this wedding out in the, in the park and stuff like that. Uh, and it's great. And it's it's it still looks nice, but it's it's lower it's lower key and stuff. All That's the right. animals
0: are still fucking there. I know. I so was like, okay, because we can't nah. return the birds, I guess, or yeah. the elephants.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Tom is serenading uh, Toots with his little piano playing with his John Legend singing. Oh, the, the John Legend singing is earlier. But anyway, he's serenading there and stuff. Jerry ends up fucking with him just because Jerry's like, Mouse is going to do what a mouse is going to do. They end
0: up doing their Jerry's whole chase asshole. stuff. Yeah, they end up doing their whole chase thing, and then everybody that's it. looks at them like, "Stop it!" And they're like, yeah. "Okay." So there's two things. One,
1: yeah,
0: the, um, you you, pass over the chase sequence because guess what? For a movie that's so good as slapstick, the chase sequence was one of the weakest sequences in the movie for me. Which, whenever they're chasing chasing the car down.
1: Oh right, right, right,
0: oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. at one point
1: she sends Tom and Jerry to get Prita back, and
0: yeah, and yeah, was that was like, a little weak. Yeah, there was there was some funny parts like with Jerry doing like the whole like Mission Impossible arms out yeah. sky flip thing and yeah. then landing on the drone, like stuff yeah. like that was cute. But yeah. like the sequence itself, I was like,
1: uh, well, question for you
0: though, with with with, I would not your- want it as a ride.
1: Right. (laughs) Get on this skateboard and go down New York. um, Go down Lexington Avenue. Uh, Question for you, though. Given that this movie is essentially a bunch of self-contained slapstick, chasey kind of sequences, do you think this movie is kind
0: of at a deficit? No. No? No, because I think the slapstick sequences are just that. Mm Mm-hmm. They're high intense physical comedy, but a lot of them are like Tom is literally chasing Jerry around a room. But I, I, a room, though, right? Oh. Uh, right. So I see I see chase sequences more as a, um, I uh, you know more as a mass traversal, you know, gotcha, gotcha, and uh, moving from one place to another in a way that like f- facilitates some great amount of change. Sure, sure, sure. But this doesn't yeah. do. Yeah, that. no, this one, this
1: one was a little weak. But you did say the Mission Impossible thing. I do love the Batman nod
0: that this yeah. gave
1: when Tom yeah. is trying to get into the hotel and is the wings over the moon and then
0: comes yeah. back down. I was like, that that's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, they're, because they're, even though there are little nods like that, that I was like, this. Yeah. Did you see the droopy dog in the background? Yeah,
1: yeah. So so there's, so there's so, yeah so there's two droopy dogs. There's one. It's him. It's like a Joker spoof. And then when they go to Annal, when they get locked up, he's in. He's all Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Droopy Dog is kind of creepy. Like, he just kind of stands there, and he's like, hey, beady, 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 you know. Um, but yeah, they, they did Droopy Dirty in this one. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I
0: loved which, it. Which I appreciate. So, yeah. yeah so, that's that's yeah. the movie, man. Oh, there's one other thing that you forgot to mention. What? Right.
1: I mean, there's there's
0: a bunch of things that I, that <laughs> I didn't know, mention. But, now, yeah, man, yeah. Just going through the plot. Uh, no, the that. other thing that I would say is that I feel like this was a, a really solid representation of a wet, like the fact that this was an Indian wedding, right? It didn't feel like the, the, the way that it was working, it felt like Ben was working harder to please the father as opposed to like trying to, it didn't feel like cultural appropriation. Like it's, it could have felt really sticky and icky.
1: Yeah. Well, no. And I've, I've actually, I mean, I've, I've, I've been to two Indian weddings now um and where was a, one of them the the bride was was indian another one the groom was indian and they were both you know what i mean it's like yeah i mean it's just that that was just like the style of of wedding i mean, no one felt like oh what is this white person doing wearing wearing this stuff so like, no that's that's the style of wedding that yeah. that they're doing so yeah i agree with you and also too i think as far as this movie is concerned making that choice
0: absolutely
1: uh, d- it allowed them to double down on the a lot, of el- a lot of animals, the big elephants and stuff like that. right? And know, it also so. allowed
0: them, I, I, I like, anytime I see representation of interracial couples in a way that is normalized mm-hmm. by being like, yeah, this is just a cultural thing, right? Like, you know, at my wedding, we, we jumped the broom because that's an African-American tradition. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. it didn't feel, like, all sorts of things like that, right? Yeah. And at my wedding, we shot guns in the air. So, no, we didn't
1: do that. No, you didn't. <laughs> <I was there. laughs> no, we didn't do Why that. Why you um, lied to these folks?
0: He lying to y'all. I'm, I, all uh, joking, men do it. All joking. Men, all men joking do it. Lie is not, and eat hot chips. Joking <laughs> is not lying. Joking is lying.
1: And here's the thing. When I, whenever I'm telling a story, I always immediately after I'm done saying, I immediately say, "No, I'm just kidding." You know what I mean? So I that's how. That's you. how you can tell if I'm just joking. But yeah, no. Um, so what would you rate this movie? Man, here's, I really really like this. I liked I liked it a lot. I I, I think this movie is really really well done. I, I didn't I didn't love it. You know what I mean? From from a structural standpoint, uh and just I just thought, man, there's just way too much plot like at one point I was like, Is this even a fucking Tom and Jerry movie? Like they did they gave us Tom and Jerry in the beginning, but then so long, you know what I mean, with with Kayla's character and stuff. I do feel that Kayla and Terrence's character could have essentially been combined. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it would have it would have made it to where the the like the third act had would have been you know seriously reworked. But I would give this this is a solid like seven, maybe like a six six point eight seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it. This is like a seven. This is a seven seven uh uh cartoon goldfish out of ten uh for me. It's it's this is really really solid, man. I liked. It. I I had a, I had a great time. With
0: Yeah, you know, and for me, I think that they leaned into the slapstick in the right amount. I think that they that they uh, did a really good job of introducing, and I think actually reinvigorating like the 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 fun that Tom and Jerry actually are. And um, I think that the production around the the fight scenes or whatever was really great. I love the fact that the cartoon slash animal world had real life implications and real life and real life repercussions on these people. Um, I just I loved every I loved all the elements. I'm with you that I wanted more Tom and Jerry at some points and that they did feel like nothing more than tools for an overarching story. Because and and, you know, I think that the biggest thing is that, like, their stakes were too low. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the stake their stakes were, we can't live in this nice hotel. That's all it was, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that but it's also really difficult to up the stakes for a cartoon cat and mouse who don't talk. So I mean like let's be honest, right? Um yeah. and I think that the And it could have been, they could have leaned harder into the animal control thing as, like, a stake sort of, like, there could have been a thousand different ways I think they could have upped those stakes. But I think that the lowering of the stakes, or the fact that the stakes never changed for Tom or Jerry, is what kept it uh, where they weren't at the center of the film. Um, That being said, I also enjoyed myself. To the point where I had to uh, check myself. And I was like, is it because I watched this at 8 a.m.? Or is it because I actually like this movie? And then I was all like, no, I, I like appreciate this movie. Yeah. Uh and I am going to give it uh I'm going to give it uh uh fourteen giant cakes being destroyed by the chef that baked them out of twenty one. All right arbitrary numbers are arbitrary.
1: (laughs) Just know it's, you know, I'm going to go and all due respect to Tom and Jerry. I mean, I think it's safe to sort of classify this as like a mid
0: tier family. A hundred percent. Like it's not terrible, but it's not like, right. The things it does well are all revolving around Tom and Jerry, but there's just not enough Tom and Jerry. Right.
1: But in the sea of mid-tier family movies, this this is up there. This is like one of the best. You know what I mean?
0: And it, it, it take this feels in, like a road trip movie. Yeah, this feels yeah. like a this feels like a um, this is definitely a hundred percent daycare movie.
1: Oh one oh absolutely this is a daycare movie dude. This is the yeah this is the people are going to be talking about this movie I'm sure. Like man, I don't watch this daycare a lot. This is also like this is a great fucking hotel movie you go to hotel, hotel, i mean it's about a hotel and stuff like that if you've you're, seen this
0: movie on regular hBO and hotels all yeah, the freaking yeah 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 time. yeah no this is this is yeah i i like the
1: road trip movie the sort of vacation kind of you know yeah no this is great
0: yeah it, really. you know what it, it feels oddly summary yeah like i wouldn't have been surprised if this was released two months from now it would have felt like the That it fit atmospherically, and it feels like it's going to be a movie that, um, as as some kids are, I know some kids are back in school and stuff like that. But this feels like a movie that, like, yeah, you are going to pop it in on a Thursday afternoon when your kids bored. Mm-hmm. It feels like yeah. that, and I and I feel like that is warranted and appreciated. I feel like that is the good call for that. Yep, absolutely. Well, that's tom and jerry folks it's tom and jerry ba, da, ba, 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 ta, ba. that's the wrong music um uh, well everyone thank you so much for joining us on another episode of grown man watch kid shit uh, of course please we love to hear from you so if you could leave us an email at grownmanwks at gmail.com yes I know the email address Kim does not you can also leave us a voicemail by clicking leave a message in the show notes it will take you to our anchor page where you can click leave a message and we get this beautiful voicemail straight to us which the second it happens Jordan and I are like oh my god we got a voicemail yeah, we got uh, one we got a Voicemail Ma. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know what that voice is. Um I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you know, follow us on the Instagram, Twitter, and uh Facebook on the Book of Face. Uh and uh, you know, to stay connected with us. Hey, I just want y'all to know something. Like, Jordan, we are close to over fifty-two episodes. Getting there, man. know what We're that means, out? right? We're pushing a year. Yeah. Push a little bit over a year because we took a break, uh, so you know we we want to thank y'all for like keeping us going mm-hmm. for this time, right? So this, this feels like something that we're gonna be doing for a long, long time. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna be able to look look at
1: these episodes and just like listen to us age. You know what I mean? Like I, I, uh, at one point there's
0: gonna be an episode where like you <laughs> know yeah, No, nah, nah. The second I start having a put in my teeth is the second I'm be like we're gonna find new new hosts yeah for this this podcast uh let's find some young whippersnappers to come and take my place Um, someone get someone with some more sand in their hourglass and shit oh i can't stand when you say that it just reminds me of days days of our lives (laughs) it reminds me of days of our lives
1: Yes, that's why? like
0: sand through an hourglass. Oh, so are man. the days of our oh, lives.
1: No, it's it's all about how you say. It, like you still got some sand in your hourglass. So are the days out. of our
0: lives. That's <laughs> all. That's why I'm always going to end it with. It's not how about I say but,
1: it. How my, how uh, I blah blah blah. My oh man, me me and my buddy created this character called Old Grainless, and it's someone who like doesn't have any. Is someone who says that they don't have any grains of sand in the hourglass, and like I can't remember. We were kind of you know hanging out and uh <laughs> at, at one point they were like, my buddy was like yeah you hey old grainless is like look look at here boy I'm like you know hear the hear the sand and, and 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 the boy's like i don't hear anything and the old Greenless is like yeah because there ain't nothing there and we just and t- t- talking about it now it doesn't sound very funny but at that time in that moment it was the funniest fucking thing i'd ever heard and i fucking laughed i guffawed for like an fought. hour. Yeah, I laughed my ass off for like a whole hour That's thinking cute. that shit was the funniest That's thing. That
0: you like, Yeah, But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> As always, uh, in these times, hey, those of you who have been able to snatch up that, that COVID vaccination, hey, welcome to the Inoculated Club. It's nice over here. Uh, I can hug people again. Which, you know. Congratulations. I want to fly just so I can hug you and then cough in your face and feel and feel protected. No. <laughs> yeah, when I see you, I'll be like Jordan, cough on me. That's not. That's not. <laughs> um, but no, uh, there's there's that. Uh, yeah, and we, we, even though, like through all these times, please stay safe, everyone. Please take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And we will catch you here next time. Jordan?
1: Yeah.
0: I have a question for you. Yes.
1: If you could <laughs> No, that's just my answer. Yes. Well, you don't even know the question. <laughs> okay. well,
0: if let's I say that what? let's say that we were in a cartoon fight, and neither one of us could get hurt. Uh-huh. What's the one item that you would hit me in the face with? A steamroller. Okay, I said hit me in the face, <laughs> not roll uh, no, over my I know entire what you body. Said. I know it's <laughs> so. You just go pick up a steamroller. I'd pick
1: up a steamroller and hit you and just kind of roll it back, back and forth. You know what I mean? Like on, yeah. Why that? That Jesus. or like a like a carpet cutter. You know what I mean? It's like a big old or
0: a paper cutter. Why, why all of a sudden uh, do yeah, you have? Why all cutter. of a sudden do you have like super? Oh, okay, what? Cartoon physics, man. Cartoon Are you physics. About one what the, about you? You talking about, about one of the you? paper cutters that has like the flat tray and the blade? Yeah, so you're you trying to cut my with, face
1: up. You remember the faculty when Josh Hartnett like ripped the fucking yeah. paper cutter thing off? I was like, shit, I did that one time in the high school library and I
0: wasn't allowed back for like two weeks. What about you? What's the. What's I'm the still mean? stuck that. You would hit my face with something with a blade on it.
1: I mean, it's cartoon physics. You know what I mean? Probably chop you up into little pieces and then uh, you fucking mesh back the next scene. That sounds really. See this is that this is that this is that warning we need. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know that scene where Jerry tops Chom up top, top chops Tom up in little pieces, and it's like
0: yeah yeah yeah. Or a you cheese see, grater, and you, you know what I mean? And you see all Rage the red face. bits. Yeah. Rage Damn face. shit! You trying mm-hmm. to fuck me up? What are you eating, filet de Tom? Uh. <laughs> Oh, you, you, you coming for broke I was just gonna say Classic Cast iron skillet But yo ass Talking uh, about yeah. I'm gonna use Heavy machinery yeah, Or I'm something gonna...
1: That'll cut your ass What are you gonna use That excavator Right over
0: there <laughs> Christ They call me Tonka <laughs> You know what that sound is Remember Remember the sound Of the edge of friendship
1: <laughs> Oh yeah That's right When did you stop hanging out When you said He hit me in the face with the steamroll steam
0: <laughs> that was the sign That's the sign <laughs> and he said it so quick like he'd been playing it on I know it's like I will now. first off he talking about I'm gonna wear a Mando mask on your last oh yeah Jesus <laughs> Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast intro and outro music was created by MPC we are proud members of the Outlet Productions podcast network want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.